All right, we are live. Episode three of the sales series. See that thing that we put up a logo, making it super official, high profile, super official. Uh, Jordan Shulman, Better Booch. What's up? What's up? Happy to be here. Hope you had a great holidays. It's nice to be back, though, sitting and getting things done. I, I agree with you there. I notice the giant pennant in the back. Are you are you from the Bay Area? No. I am. I'm in uh, I'm in Santa Cruz, so a little bit south of, I think you're over in what? Uh, Marin. Marin, right, yeah. But, yeah, I'm a lifelong Bay Area sports team fan, so Giants, oh. Niners, Warriors, a little bit I now see. I now, yeah, I see the Warriors now on the other yeah, side. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you got see it all worked up. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, now we're <laughs> okay, good. You just got you got stepped up another level. Um, yeah. uh, just so for context, so a uh, better boot so that somebody's watching this, uh, the nine yeah. people who are going to watch this, I want them to know what Better Booch is. Uh, are those nine people, does that include my family that's watching? Well, one of them's my mom and then maybe my <laughs> sister. So now we're back down to six. We're good. Wow. We're good. Six, cool. six people is good. Yeah. No, so uh, so Better Booch, we're a, a premium small craft kombucha company out of Los Angeles, close to downtown LA. Uh, we primarily make everything in our can format uh, nowadays which we fully transitioned to and we feel like that's the best for the product, the quality, environmental reasons and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, a lot of people out there are probably hopefully seeing the product more and more now hitting stores and uh, in the 16 ounce can format. Is it, is it kombucha? What, it is. And, and, and describe that. I'm going to talk, give my own personal opinion about kombucha in a second. Okay. Let me get yeah. there in a second. I need, I need, I need to warm up here. Okay. Is it a cousin to it? Um, and, and in full transparency, I, I had your product and yeah. I said, this tastes amazing. Yeah. This tastes so, amazing. And, and, you know, I'll get to the kombucha thing in a second. Give us the, give us how yeah. you're related. So, yeah. So it's a real deal kombucha. It's premium craft brewed. It's raw. It's live. It's full with probiotics, enzymes, minerals, vitamins, what, you know, everything. Uh, because it is a live, you know, product. Um, coming in the can format, you know, there are a lot of other kind of kombucha type drinks out there now, prebiotics, things that, uh, you know, are adding different things. But yeah, we're, we're a real kombucha. It's brewed in a, a little bit different of a, a style than some of the other kombuchas out there. So we do a, a single batch craft approach. So each one of our SKUs has its own tea base with herbs, adaptogens, and botanicals and it's made in its own vat that way so each flavor is going to be distinct and different and have a different taste profile than all of our other flavors because it's all done separately individual why does it taste good though and then <laughs> but maybe maybe i'm tripping dude no because it, i remember the first time now let me come full circle the first time i had kombucha and again this is always a personal thing right it's very yeah. it's very subjective I didn't like it. I don't remember what yeah. brand it was or whatever. It's just, you know, a few years ago, I had it and I remember saying, I don't like it. But yeah. then I had yours. It was, and I, and I now I'm saying, wow, that tastes amazing. We, we have that effect on people. So I like to always say that we are the kombucha for people that don't like kombucha, but then also the true purists that are kombucha lovers, they also really enjoy our product. So 
there's a few things that are going on. We take kind of an artistic and scientific approach to it. So we have master brewers, one that is a Cal Berkeley trained scientist. He used to be a food chemist. Um, he also was uh, trained overseas at the Siebel Institute as a master brewer. So we've really taken that approach and craft through the years. Uh, the company's been around since for about eight years now. So they've really fine tuned it uh, throughout the years. And uh, what we were able to do is one, we don't add any juice or sugars to it, except in the initial brewing stage. So that keeps the sugar count low, but also we make sure that all the different acids and flavor profiles blend nicely. And we really accentuate the premium loose leaf teas that we use. So when you're tasting it, it's not overly, acid, overly acidic. It's not, um, you know, that sour vinegar taste profile. It's more easy to drink well-balanced because of that approach that we use. So that's why it doesn't taste like your quote-unquote normal kombucha that most people would think of. It's, as we like to say, it's crushable. You sound like a salesperson, okay? You sound like a, a salesperson, which we're going to yeah. talk about now. What okay. does that look like? for someone selling a beverage today. In your particular space, uh, how does someone, just we'll do a, a little snapshot of education here. How does yeah. somebody get a, a beverage like yours onto a truck and into a store? That's a great question, right? And it's uh, many faceted approaches to that. But, you know, obviously you need to have, I, I think at least you need to have a great quality product that tastes good. Um, I think Better Booch is the best tasting kombucha on the market. I think Iwan Organic Snacks are probably the best tasting snack that I've had. I've, I've told you that before when you sent me some free samples a while ago. Now, honest to God, I have it on an auto subscription on Amazon. Um, uh, folks, that was not that was not a paid advertisement. Folks. That, was that was not, not a paid advertisement. Okay, go you ahead. can ask my whole family. My <laughs> family your, loves it. Your, but but by good. the way, but, but you know. What it is, is it comes down to, right, it's got to taste good, I think. It's got to be, you know, healthy, good for you is obviously trending nowadays. It's got to taste good. And then you really have to have people that are passionate behind the brand, behind the drink, behind the chips, snacks, whatever it is. And I think that kind of bleeds over when you're talking to retailers, to distributors. Uh, but, you know, as you know, you have to figure out a way to get it to the stores. You have to figure a way to get it on the shelf. Um, what I've noticed, especially in today's age with COVID and everything that's happening, uh, everyone is inundated with emails and phone, call, phone calls. There's not a lot of in-person meetings going on. So you really have to follow up and follow through like no other. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that's following up weekly, every other week, whatever it needs to be with all of my retailers, distributors, and really just staying on top of them, but in a polite manner. I always try to approach it. I treat people as I would like to be treated and it, you know, it's worked well for me. Now uh, it's refrigerated, correct? Correct. Requi requi required refrigeration. Yes, it is. And so then already now you're playing into a smaller space, right? So there's going to be, you know, competition just in, in, in there. And then as far as kombucha, cause it's got to sit in the kombucha set, right? Yeah. Is it, is there five brands like lay that out in, in your space? Is there fives or 10 brands that are competing for that at this stage? And then of course, then there's going to be the smaller emerging ones, but like, are, what, is, what does that set look like? Yeah, I would say there's, there's kind of like your top five that are more of your nationally distributed players. 
And then there's, you know, overall probably about a top 10. Um, you know, we're, we're slowly kind of moving our way up. Uh, we've increased a lot of uh, authorizations and distributions across the country now rolling out nationally. Uh, so like our goal is to be the number one canned kombucha in the United States and the top five major kombucha player as well. And, you know, we're well on our way, but yeah, there's all kinds of brands that we're all fighting against, you know, in my previous, you know, life years ago with uh, Vita Coco, we were the category leader and there was all the little guys trying to knock us off. You know, now kind of flip the script and I'm one of the, you know, quote unquote little guys trying to knock off the big players. Um, but I enjoy that. It's a challenge and, you know, it's uh, there's something to kind of shoot for and, and get to, to attain. I like that. And I like that. I learned it just now. So you've been on both sides and I think you were at a, a, another beverage company even before this. So you, yeah, I was you, at LifeAid Beverage Company. And LifeAid, so another, I mean, they're, they're a player. So it's, right. um, give us the difference, like just being in, in that seat in, in a different type of, of company, right? Size-wise. Yeah. You mentioned so kind of, you, yeah, I like the, well, I like the cat. Um, you mentioned the, you mentioned sort of a little bit of, a, of knocking one off. Now it's the other way. But what, what do you think that you've learned from coming from a bigger company that helps you now? Yeah, I think I've learned that when you're at a bigger company and you have so many SKUs, so many authorizations, so many distributors, retailers, what have you, sometimes you kind of lose sight on the on the little things and uh, it, it opens up doors for smaller brands to kind of slowly pick you apart, you know, from a, a retail standpoint, right? So I've been able to, you know, experience that on, on that side and now knowing like, you know, uh, not to call out any brands, but there's some brands on the shelf, especially in the kombucha space that might have 20 different flavors and they probably are overspaced a little bit, right? So give me a few of those facings. Let me show you what we can do. And then we're off to the races. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of that, that approach that has been successful for us uh, here in, in the last six months at Better Booch. Yeah. It's interesting um, on the sales side, because it, it, no matter where you're sitting in the company, it is almost finding that sweet spot, right? Where you've gotten yep. big enough, but you still feel homegrown. You know, yep. there's almost like still the founder's voice coming into the play. Um, maybe you don't need the 20 faces because you realize that the 10 are our core movers and like that's where we're driving the voice of the brand from. Um, but, but that gives you an arsenal to be able to walk in and then see the other side, which, which I'm with you. I kind of like the... Um, I like the hero story, right? Look at the, there he goes. Yeah. Get him in there. There, get him in there. Um, the I, I like the you know the, the underdog, right? I talk about that yeah. all the time. Uh, but you yeah. need to tread lightly because you one day you're really maybe not the underdog anymore, right? So you've got to you got to be able to tell the right story and be consistent all the way through it. Um, what did it looked like pre-COVID. Did you have set meetings? Would you go physically uh, to locations? What, what did that look like? Yeah, so, I mean, from my first week starting at Better Booch, I was flying across the country meeting with Kroger in Cincinnati. Uh, I was in Chicago, of course, L.A. all the time because, you know, that's where, uh, that's where we're based. And then, you know, shortly after, I started actually with Better Booch in February, so it came to a screeching halt there, you know, about a month and a half after. Uh, since then, I, I've traveled a little bit, went out to Texas for our central market launch, 
uh, been to Southern California a few times, but yeah, pretty much all buyer meetings have been virtual zoom, you know, what have you, um, you know, and I feel like those are, it, it's hard because I, I'm definitely a people person and it's so much easier to connect in person. Uh, when you have the video calls, it's okay. But what I've noticed is sometimes, you know, even the video calls won't happen and it's just really like a phone call. Uh, and that can be difficult, especially with a buyer that you've never met before. Um, but, you know, I think things are starting to slowly open up more on the distributor side. It seems like they're taking more meetings and in-person things. Uh, and, you know, I kind of wonder really what it's going to look like in our space uh, in the future. Because we've all had these situations, right, where you literally fly across the country spending thousands of dollars taking up so much time for a 25 minute meeting with a buyer just for them to tell you that they'll, they'll contact you in six months kind of thing. Right. So maybe those kind of things for the better are going to change and we're going to be a little bit more streamlined and, and cognizant of that, I hope. But uh, it's definitely been the craziest time I've ever seen in, in the industry. Yeah. You know, the one, the one disadvantage like for, for yourself, right. Or even for us, like, I want to physically see somebody drink it. Yeah. I yeah. want to see them physically eat some only because you know, you're the best. It, yeah. It's like, if you, if you knew you were like third or fourth, you kind of still could have a little bravado. You're going in there, you know, you're feeling good about it. But like in your situation, again, I don't know the other kombuchas. I just know, like I said, it tasted and I liked it. And I was like, wow, this is tastes good. I want to physically say, Try this right now. I'm not, I'm not, I can't leave this. I cannot leave this office right now until you physically try this so yeah. that they can say what it is that you know they're going to say, which is, this is the best thing I've ever tasted in yeah. the category. This is the best yeah. thing I've ever tasted. It's different than what you're describing now, which is like, ah, it might be a Zoom or even the Zoom. They like didn't do the video and it's just my phone and it, it's, like, come on. It's tough. Come on. But yeah, that, that, that's the thing too, right? It's because, you know, a lot of these, these buyer meetings now that you have online, you're sending samples ahead of time. Half the time they, they don't even have it. You know, it's somewhere who knows at, at their office um, or it's, you know, in their fridge at home and they haven't taken it out to try it yet. So that's challenging. I mean, luckily, like you said, with the product that we have, um, like for instance, I'm talking to a large distributor up in the Pac Northwest, sent them samples. There weren't kombucha fans, tried it, loved it, emailed me over the weekend, basically like, this is going to be my new drink every day. I can't believe how good this is. So similar to what you said. So, you know, the, the good brands are going to be able to shine through during these, uh, these difficult times. But yeah, it, it's, uh, it's definitely made for a challenging, uh, you know, few months here. But yeah. hey, we all, we, all, uh, we all will survive through it and do our best. And that's all we can do. I like, I like that. That's uh, this yeah. is the only sentiment you can have, right? Is positivity. Yep. Um, the um, give us maybe like sort of in closing, like as far as sales, right? What you do and those that are watching all the men and women out there who do what you do. Yeah. What do you think are a few like back pocket things that you have to have, right? To be successful. What, what are a few go-tos it could be for yourself, but that you think if you were to train somebody or you were to watch somebody and be like, that, that person has it. What are those things? I think you have to be, first off, you have to be competitive. So you, you need to want to win. 
um, for me, I, I grew up playing a lot of sports, right? So I find the same thing of when I would like win a big game in soccer or baseball, I get that same feeling when even a buyer emails me back these days, right? And says, you know, that, that we will set up a meeting or even when we get a larger win, that's even better, right? So I think that competitiveness, that drive to succeed, uh, you need that. Uh, you need to have good time management skills because a lot of times, especially as an outside sales rep, kind of starting out, you know, you're, you're on your own, right? So you got to manage your time and be effective in that. Um, and then also just, you need to really be able to um, come across as someone that people will want to do business with. You know, there's so many people out there selling so many different things to buyers and distributors and people that we deal with that I feel like if you come off as a sincere person that they can trust and they can relate to that, you know, if you have combined that with a great product, I think, you know, you're in a win-win situation. Not bad. You know, if I, I didn't, you know, what I, I, I didn't know if you were going to be able to do it, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> I really didn't uh, know. Um, I liked those and uh, I like that you're able to, to do it right off the cuff because that's what this is. I mean, again, people, people ask, they're like, do you write down it? I have nothing. Nothing. I just know it's Jordan. I know it's better boots. I know what he's selling. And then we get after it. Yeah. I, I, I love the win piece. You know, I talk yeah. about small wins a lot um, and the idea behind that, but you have to be competitive, whether you're a founder or you're, you're, you're head of sales. Yeah. Um, you have to want to win and it's okay. It's okay. Everybody. It's okay that you want to beat your competitor. You can still be a great man or woman. You could be a good person, right? And still want to kick someone's ass. It's, uh, it's just, it's just how this is, right? I think that's such an important key piece. Um, and I'm glad you touched on that. Yeah. And I've always been the guy, uh, and they're, you know, you're probably the same where my family, my friends, if they're drinking or using a brand, that's not mine, that's a competitive of mine, they're going to hear about it, you know? So it's just always been something in my DNA. I think even as a child growing up, you asked my family and friends, I was always just trying to sell things. I think I'm, you know, kind of like a salesman entrepreneur at heart, so to speak. And uh, I think that carries through, you know, and is partially why I've been able to be successful, you know, in, in the sales world. I like it, man. That was good. I really yeah. like this one. Uh, yeah. Jordan Schulman, Better Boots, his info is going to be around here, somebody. Somewhere. I appreciate it, man. You be right. well, be, be healthy, have a good, uh, good, successful week. You too. Thanks. Take care. See ya. Peace.